Hi, welcome to Navigating the Spectrum with Michelle Portlock. I'm your host, Michelle Portlock, and I am really happy to have you with me today. Today, I have Dr. Nicole Gourash, who has earned her doctorate in psychology. She's a licensed marriage and family therapist. She's a board-certified behavior analyst, and she provides compassionate, neurodiversity-affirming, trauma-informed therapy for individuals, couples, and families. She is also the owner of Spectrum connections therapy that is so much (laughs) that is a lot of a mouthful but I'm so happy to have you with me Nicole thank you Uh, thank you for having me I'm very excited to be here and connect with you today oh I love it I'm really excited for parents to learn from you and I'm excited to learn from you too thank you thank you for this opportunity always love connecting with people in the community and the autism community Absolutely. Well, let's just jump right in. I would love, Nicole, for you to tell me what motivated you to start your practice, Spectrum Connections Therapy. Oh, goodness. That is such a good question. It's been kind of a journey for me um, personally and professionally. At 20 years, I lived up in the mountains and my son was diagnosed with autism. He's now 16, but he was diagnosed at the age of five. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were just up in Eagle County is where we lived. And there were very few resources for the services he needed to support his needs. And I was a early childhood special educator and I kind of knew what he needed, but we weren't able to access that locally. So I had started my practice up there. When we moved down here, my life shifted and professionally my work changed a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I then went and had this big need um, and desire to understand the mental health needs of autistics, especially around anxiety and trauma. So I went ahead and pursued a doctorate in clinical psychology. And at that same time, I became a board certified behavior analyst and was primarily doing more ABA therapy type work. Sure. Um, And then as I got to understand more just the diversity of needs, I kind of reshifted my focus and did my postdoc in marriage and family therapies. So I'm a little bit of a unicorn um, in the sense that I call myself a relational behaviorist. So Mm -hmm. I am taking a lens of families, connecting with each other, supporting healthy, connected relationships in the family and um, with our loved ones, as well as helping people identify areas where they get stuck in unhelpful patterns of behavior. And then essentially my goal is to help them live authentically and get unstuck from some unhealthy patterns and basically living a life that feels more meaningful and joyful for them. I'm not really big on labels, more as just really if there are traits that an individual has that align with neurodiversity, then we can absolutely work on that. But essentially, I'm just really motivated to help neurodivergent individuals and families and couples live more authentically with intention and be able to really live in a world that feels safe to them in a world that doesn't always feel safe because of our neurotypical standards. So I'm super passionate about that, mainly because I'm a mom, right? And I want my son to feel like he can live his best life, but also Mm -hmm. for all my clients. I just absolutely love my job. Mm. Well, I love your job. (laughs) 
love your job. In fact, I said to my husband, hmm, maybe I need to go back and get uh, another master's in like marriage and family therapy so that I can come and work with you. be so amazing <laughs> the more we need and, more of us we yes of us. you are a unicorn when you called yourself a unicorn like yes she is because mm-hmm. it is really tricky I I have some actually multiple clients of my own who have said look we have taken our child to therapy or we have gone mm-hmm. to therapy together but no one really understands that neurodivergent mm-hmm peace. And so it feels like they don't go the direction that they feel like they need to be going. And so Mm -hmm. once I found you, you actually found me. And then in turn, I was able to do some research on you um, through your website. And I have just, I just keep referring people your way because it's really challenging to Mm -hmm. find therapists that actually are qualified to help you and know how to help. And I like that you use the word safe and that you're affirming. And I love Mm -hmm. all of that verbiage because that's really challenging to find people like you with your skill set. So it made me want to ask you the question, how can families find people? Because you're in Colorado, but I have listeners from all over the country. So mm-hmm. how can those parents find someone who may have a skill set or even just, yeah, have a skill set similar to you? That's such a good question. I, I think most people come to me through referrals, but oftentimes I hear too, I just did a Google search in my area. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think finding those local resources, maybe tapping into um, an autism community network, um, parents connect with each other and they tend to refer what they mm-hmm. find is helpful to each mm-hmm. other. So I think having that village of a community, wherever you might be, is probably one of the best things that you can do, kind of word of mouth. And then Google searches, I think, and just mm-hmm. make sure whoever you land on is talking about you know, an affirming approach, um, trauma-informed approach, compassionate um, in terms of behavior therapy and ABA therapy, there's a lot of different ways that clinicians kind of work mm-hmm. in, in terms of that sort of behavior therapy approach. I just, I think it's important to find someone that is also thinking about emotional safety at the same time when they're working with um, clients and families. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think affirming, compassionate, trauma-informed are all good buzzwords. <laughs> You know, earlier we were talking and you had mentioned the name of an online group that was a good resource as well. Can you remind me of what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me, too. (laughs) It is the um, Asperger Autism Network Mm -hmm. and it acronym is A-A-N-E and it's A-A-N-E dot org. And they have a directory of clinicians. They talk about, they have a variety of resources for couples and partners who are in intimate relationships with maybe one of the partners identifying as neurodivergent. They have resources for families and then individuals as well. 
Oh, that is a fantastic resource. I'm actually going to jump on there and peruse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and scroll around and see what I can find and what I can learn. But mm-hmm. I'm going to switch directions. I want to ask you what you love about what you do. Oh my goodness. Do we have enough time? <laughs> I know. Is that a loaded question? <laughs> I think I love what I do because I connect deeply to the work. It's important. It's a mission of mine. And as I mentioned, my son is autistic. So I have a personal connection to this work, but Mm -hmm. professionally, I just find so much joy in helping individuals, couples, and families really figure out what they need, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, giving them a safe space to better attune to their needs and their relationships and live more authentically without masking. I'm very, you know, passionate about supporting people to understand what masking is and Mm -hmm. being able to live more authentically. And it's so it's such a privilege for me to be able to create that safe space for my individuals, couples, and families. And it's so reinforcing for me as a person Uh, when a client is doing well and they're making progress, then it's just reinforcing for them, but it's also very reinforcing for me. And it makes me love my job even more. I say it all the time. I say it to my kids because my oldest son is studying psychology as well at UC Boulder. And he kind of wants to follow in my footsteps and they're getting to an age, you know, teenagers where they're thinking about adult life and jobs and careers. And I just tell my kids, find a job you love and you Mm -hmm. won't ever really feel like you're working a day in your life. Mm -hmm. And that's how I truly feel about my work. I I actually connect with that. I feel the same way about what I do too. When you have the passion behind it, it really uh-huh. feels good to be where you're at. Mm-hmm. I love so it. I wanted to add something that I really liked about mm-hmm. what I read on your website. And that is, you're not just a talk therapist. You actually help individuals create action plans. And mm-hmm. that's something that is unique in therapy too. That doesn't always happen. And so what led you to know that was going to be an effective tool? Yeah, I think really that's my behavioral training. And then I might research for my dissertation was an acceptance and commitment therapy. Mm-hmm. And really, I don't know if you know much about that approach, but it highly informs the work that I do. And I use that lens in a, in a lot of um, client you know, experiences. And essentially, you are identifying in this action plan, what is meaningful to you? What do you value in your life? And then mm-hmm. it allows you to tap into that with some mindfulness and intention and then choose a direction, right? And that's the Mm -hmm. action part of it. Mm -hmm. You can choose a direction that moves you towards, I'm sorry, my dog's barking, moves you (laughs) towards, you know, uh, the things that you value that bring you joy and are more meaningful in in doing so than you're living your best life, so to speak. Or Mm -hmm. often most people are choosing away behaviors, right? They're maybe making choices impulsively or in the moment that might feel good in the moment or help them bring some relief or get them out of 
a stressful situation, that avoidant piece, right? Or making a fear-based mm-hmm. decision, not living intentionally, not living according to your values. And then mm-hmm. sometimes people get stuck in that space. And so my job is to help them get unstuck and moving towards and, you know, towards the life they want to live. That actually makes perfect sense to me. And I appreciate you sharing that because I think of like, say someone who's received maybe an ADHD diagnosis and they, and they struggle with maybe impulsivity. And so Mm -hmm. I think that, I think that you being able to help those and guide those who, like you said, they maybe would like to have more intention in their decisions. I think that's really needed, Mm -hmm. very much needed out in therapy right now. Yeah. And then, you know, the other pieces, I find it really helpful with parents. So we'll create like an action plan around how we're parenting our Mm -hmm. child. What is our, what are the values that we want to set for our families? And then as a parent, what do we value? And then how can we connect more to that when we're trying to connect with our children or engage in some sort of discipline or teaching skills and, and whatnot? So a really around intentional parenting as well. I find That's, it really useful. Yes, it is. That's actually critical for parents. I know a lot of times when parents are parenting a neurodivergent child, the parenting can look a little bit different mm-hmm. than, than if you were parenting a neurotypical <laughs> child. <laughs> that is so true. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly and, the case. Well, and also it can make a parent feel like a failure if you're if I'm being totally honest because I thought I read all kinds of parenting books and I kept thinking I'm clearly getting this wrong because this isn't Mm -hmm. working with with a couple of my children and then when I finally learned what I was what they were working with what we were facing (laughs) I was able to make a course correction I was able to shift my own parenting skills and I don't look at it as parenting incorrectly before I just look at it as parenting uninformed and uh-huh. and that helps me be a little softer with myself <laughs> yeah, you do need we do need to offer ourselves grace as parents and be a little softer with ourselves just in general we're mm-hmm. humans you know that make mistakes and we learn as we go and you know just be gentle with yourself that's important yes. too it is it is so Nicole I love what you do. I've already said that. And so (laughs) for those that are listening that live in Colorado, how can you be reached? My number is Mm -hmm. 720-282-9151. Okay. And my website is www.spectrumconnecttherapy.com. Mm-hmm. And there's all sorts of information on my website about my specialties and a way to get in touch, as well as um, some information about another therapist that works with me. So there's myself mm-hmm. and one other person, Lindsay Olson, and we're sort of a team and, and she's amazing. And then if you have questions, you can email me through the website. Well, I love it. And for those of you that live outside Colorado, but just want to learn from Dr. Grush, you can also follow her on Instagram at Spectrum Connections Therapy. That's where I follow you. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how we connected. And I sure am glad that I was able to connect with you. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for having me. Let's stay in touch, please. Oh, I would love to. You can also find me on Instagram at navigating.the.spectrum. 